Today we're going to take a closer look at Mobileye, an Intel company that's planning on going public. They just recently released their SEC filings which shows a lot of great information. For those not familiar with Mobileye, this is a company that's focused on the development and deployment of Advanced Driver Assistance Systems ADAS, and also autonomous driving technologies and solutions. Their portfolio includes software and hardware technologies and as of July 2nd of 2022, solutions have been installed in approximately 800 vehicle models and system on chips have been deployed in over 160. 17 million vehicles. In today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at some of their technology, some of their growth opportunities, their risk, and also their financials. For example, as we can see, revenue for 2021 was roughly $1.39 billion. This was a huge growth from 2020, where it was roughly $967 million. And this is also a huge growth from 2019, which was $879 million. We're also going to see in the past six months, this company has performed pretty well. And we can see cash flow from operations for the full year of 2021 was positive 599 million as we're gonna see their chips manufacturer is external and much of it is made from smic who also depends on tsm their top known product is the iq system on chips and we're gonna see financials are looking pretty good so let's get started i do want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and make sure to check out fool.com slash jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now before we get any further into the episode i do want to answer some questions that i feel many investors might have first at the moment there is no valuation or price point of the ipo or any specific date it is still just the entry level and a lot of the information can be found on the sec website second i do want to say intel will remain a strong partner for mobile eye as we all know mobile Mobileye right now is part of the Intel business and they are spinning off, but they do mention that Intel will continue to be a strong partner for them. And Pat Gelslinger, the current CEO, will actually be the chairman of board for Mobileye. Next is one I don't think many Intel shareholders would like to hear, but it does seem like at the moment it could change. Intel shareholders will not receive any shares of Mobileye. So I think those are the main questions that many investors might have. Feel free to ask any more in the comments below, but let's get into today's episode. Like I mentioned earlier, Mobileye mentions that they are a leader in the development and deployment of advanced driver's assistance systems and autonomous driving technologies and solutions. Their portfolio of solutions is built upon a comprehensive suite of purpose-built software and hardware technologies. They do mention as of July 2nd of 2022, their solutions have been installed in approximately 800 vehicle models and their system on chip, SOCS, had been deployed in over 117 million vehicles. In the first half of 2022, they shipped approximately 15.9 million of their SOCs. In the first half of 2021, it was roughly 14.4. They do mention their platform is built on five fundamental pillars of technology. First is their highly advanced road-tested sensing and perception technologies. And this is mainly built from their purpose-built IQ family of system of chips. As we can see, their system on chips have had numerous iterations and they're used for numerous different solutions. They also have a high-precision mapping system, their Road Experience Management, REM, that generates AV maps from crowdsourced data which they can use for other ADAS solutions later on. They also have a redundant sensor fusion architecture technology, which they call true redundancy. This is designed to employ two independent perception subsystems, one based solely on cameras 
and the other solely on the radar light detection and ranging system, normally known as LIDAR. They are also designing the next generation of imaging radars, a solution targeted to reduce the need for multiple LIDAR sensors. Finally, the Responsibility Sensitivity Safety RSS framework, which has continuously been optimized since it was first published in 2017. This framework is using numerous mathematical functions to kind of create a safety for autonomous vehicles and forms the backbone of their human-like computational efficiency, driving policy, and decision-making engine. Within their solution, the most popular is their system on chips, pretty much their hardware. These system on chips can be used for numerous solutions, some as easy as kind of just assistant driver. The most simple is driver assist, and this is pretty much the foundation of their ADAS and AV. This includes critical safety features, such as real-time detection of road users, geometry, semantics, and markings to provide safety alerts and emergency interventions. And they have something as high as mobile drive, which is their level four solutions, which will encompass their core autonomous driving technologies and will deliver the driving functions without the need for any in-vehicle human intervention. All right, now that we know a little bit about their solutions, let's take a closer look at their financials. But if you are enjoying the episode so far, make sure to hit the thumbs up as it does help me grow my overall audience. If you want to support a little bit more, make sure to subscribe using my link at fool.com slash Jose. Finally, if you want to learn more about the semiconductor market and want to get this cool presentation, make sure to subscribe to my newsletter. The link is down below. So if we take a closer look at revenue, we can see year over year, this has grown dramatically. They even actually share the first six months up to July 2nd of 2022, where the first six months of 2022 is roughly 854 million in revenue compared to 704 million the same time last year. I do want to say the company is not profitable, but it's not that bad. We can see in 2021 of roughly $1.4 billion in revenue, they took a net loss of $75 million. If we take a closer look at their balance sheet, they have roughly $770 million in cash and cash equivalents. And obviously this is going to grow with the overall IPO process. They don't really have any long-term debt. The biggest thing is this dividend note with related party of $3.5 billion. This is some money that they are going to pay Intel after their IPO process, but it is going to be funded through the IPO. So to me, their balance sheet seems pretty, pretty amazing. If we can see cash flow from operating activities, they have been positive since 2019, and that's glad to see. So overall, like I mentioned here, their financials to me are pretty green. So the final thing I want to take a closer look at is some risk. The company does mention that one of their major risk especially in autonomous vehicle is regulatory endorsement even if technology is there one of the risks is that governments can go pretty slow to kind of accept this technology and it might kind of produce a kind of a major headwind for this to kind of go into the market another one is cost they do mention in order for autonomous driving consumer vehicles to scale in volume they believe the cost of self-driving systems needs to be reduced significantly. And that's normally true for every technology. Usually starts off very expensive, but then we start to get better prices as technology continues to advance. Some other risks that they mention if they're unable to develop and introduce new solutions and improve existing solutions could be bad for the company, especially if they focus in uh, spending a lot of money in research and development and they get no real results, all because this is a highly competitive market. Like we're going to see in a bit, they have experience 
business and are continuing to experience constraints in the supply of their IQ system on chips. So they face additional supply chain risk and risk of interruptions due to the overall kind of semiconductor shortage and everything else kind of happening in the world right now. There is no guarantee that their customers will purchase their solutions even if they have design wins. It doesn't mean that revenue is guaranteed. As we're going to see, they are also dependent on limited numbers of tier one customers. Here we can see how dependent this company is on top three major customers. Customer A makes up roughly 35% of total revenue and has done that for the past three years or so. Customer B represents roughly 19% of total revenue and customer C represents roughly 17%. So this company is showing strong growth in revenue, but if any of these customers decide to go to any of their competitors, this could be a huge, huge hit for the revenue growth rate. Like I mentioned, this is a hugely competitive space and Mobileye is not just hitting one market, right? They're hitting the hardware space and there's numerous companies like AMD, NVIDIA that provide hardware solutions. They're also hitting the autonomous driving solutions. Again, there's a lot of big players that are hitting that same with the robo taxi a whole different side of tech giants are also hitting that space they do mention that during 2021 and throughout the first half of 2022 stem electronics is their sole supplier of iq systems on chips and they were unable to meet their demand so if something ever happens to stm that would be very very bad for mobile i another thing st microelectronics depends on tsm as a subcontract to manufacture their iq system on chips so they are heavily dependent on these two players so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode this was pretty interesting and don't forget to sign up for the newsletter take care have a good day and see you next time